When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Bingetown TV and our coverage of Jujutsu Kaisen. So before we get into this episode, just as a little... These episodes. These episodes, yeah. A reminder that we do two episodes at a time. Um, This will be episodes 15 and 16, a.k.a. episodes 39 and 40, a.k.a. Fluctuations Part 2 and Thunderclap. And a... Last little reminder is that we've also just finished covering Attack on Titan. So if you're enjoying the anime coverage and you watch Attack on Titan, then you should go catch our reactions and review of the final two Attack on Titan episodes, movies, chapters, whichever term you would like to um, to call them. We had a great time, great discussion. We all, I, Dave and I at least, liked the ending. We'll leave Alki's reaction up to potential spoilers and you can find out what it is yourself by watching the episode. <laughs> I'm, right. right. I'm not going to comment. <laughs> yeah, no, you, leave it up for let, leave it up for debate. Comment on that, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah let yeah, for yeah. debate. Let the people figure it out what your opinion is on on the podcast. Clickbait, clickbait. Yeah, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. Uh, so these episodes, a lot of fighting, which has been obviously Shibuyar has just kind of hit the ground running in the past, let's say six episodes of just bunch of bras every episode so this is going to be the conclusion episodes 15 this is is the conclusion of the the dagon fight the cliffhanger of the last episodes that we covered was toji coming through the hole in the domain that megumi had created which was like oh my god what a cliffhanger and we had to wait two weeks to talk about it and then um the ending of the episode is obviously the return of sukuna so we'll talk about the whole toji fight and Dagon fight right now. I would say the floor is completely open. We can talk about literally everything. Just, I think we talk about everything before they get out of the domain. And then we could talk about the events that occur outside of the domain, which I'm sure we're chopping at the to talk about. But just, I guess, just to give Toji his flowers, I've just, I just, I, they, they say something of like, something incarnate just like destruction incarnate they call his fangs are like always directed at the strongest yeah it's just like oh my god (laughs) oh my god absolute he's a savage bro oh my god i cannot contain the amount of excitement i had even just (laughs) thinking about these episodes it's great that we're now kind of doing these in two because it feels like so long since we've obviously talked about this fight and honestly i forgot that we didn't talk about this fight so it's just it's awesome that we can get to this point i mean what is there to really say i mean toji is legitimately the man i'm still so like this might be recency bias but i am like now torn between who i like more gojo or toji i legitimately <laughs> we just figured it would get that way for you i legitimately cannot tell uh i just i, I don't know what else to say man he's he's literally the the strongest person besides like well we'll see i mean but yeah. i just love when one of my favorite shots of the the dagon fight with toji is when He's just like walking through the water, just, you know, I think he's like on top of the water, just like casually walking. Then he like sinks in and he's like still moving at the same. Yeah, like, that's like right in the beginning. It's, so, it's just like a subtlety that it was just so badass that he's just like, no matter even if the water is like at his belly, he's just like moving forward to fight Dagon. <laughs> like nothing's going to stop this thing. And he's just the man. I it's love it when he comes he in. No, you're good. Good. It's because he didn't have no curse energy that he fell into the water, right? Like he can't use curse energy to like stand on the water like Naruto characters can so. is what you're saying, right? 
Yeah. I think and he wasn't like yeah. moving fast enough. Like once he's actually moving at speed, he can oh, run yeah, on he's water. Because like Dagon's even surprised. That's... He's like, oh my God, he can run on top of water. <laughs> that's, that's so insane. I mean, yeah. I mean, the beginning when he comes in, it's like um, they ask Naobito Zenin. They're like, who's that? And he's like, it's a ghost. It's like, yeah. oh! And he just <laughs> grips Playful Cloud and just throws Maki. And Maki's like, I, I just lost a contest of strength. Like that. What the these, fuck? these weapons are 100% made for toji i mean oh yeah and that's the whole point of them is that- i've i said last podcast episode like these are maki's like signature weapons no they're not they are yeah. absolutely not <laughs> dude he fucking just ching, he just shapes them into fucking that was sharp crazy. edges so badass he dude, just he like, is he is so strong and and like dagon is a strong ass curse spirit and yeah. he, he works them and he has no curse energy i told you bro watch out for him when we when he was in the flashback because he comes back and what's crazy about it is it's not even him he yeah. is in a little incarnation i mean you have to ask the question like if it was his real body would he be even stronger you know what i'm saying and right but i don't yeah, know that's actually he, interesting that is something know. that i've kind of thought about as well i I'm yeah, not, like, i haven't been sure but it doesn't feel like, like he's limited it, go ahead yeah i'm sorry I like <laughs> I like the um the outfit that he's wearing, like with that like loose sweater. It just looks badass. He's he's just so and the black eyes does look pretty cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because it adds sick. an element of um it's like it's like him, but not really, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until I mean he even so, goes underwater. He, he's literally fighting underwater. It's like Zoro and Fishman Island. Like he's underwater. Mm-hmm with Dagon and, and it's like just not even limiting him. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> the shots that are greater when Dagon like summons all the piranhas, it's just like a laser beam of piranhas and he's just fucking swinging the things oh around just God. destroying them all and then yeah. Dagon like I guess thinks he gets the upper hand on him and like submerges him in the water. Uh-huh. Summons the two like aquatic like centipede yeah. things that look really badass and I'm just sitting here like this I'm not even worried. I just there's <laughs> yeah, no, like, Toji like he might eat this but like I just, he's I'm not even worried. I'm not even worried. It they extended the fight a little bit too in the anime, which is honestly the benefit I feel like of yeah, what an anime can bring to a manga is like the fluidity of fights and they can extend things with the wall like going underwater and all that stuff. Like it it just looked so so good. I love they just add in when he fucking spits the piranha out with his little tongue again. Yeah. Like we had the Nanami stuff where he's grabbing that blonde haired guy by the ponytail and all the kind of stuff. So they know what they're doing. Oh, how are we also not going to talk about the Rhino Schneider that he fucking gives Dagon yes. when he like when wraps, he whips it around? <laughs> yeah, and then he just smashes his feet oh, into his face. God. Oh my god! Shout out his to his instincts. Piece. His instincts are just that's what everyone plus. says. He makes his he makes an entrance entrance, and people are just like the yep. like. I think it was in the next episode. Megumi's like this guy's instincts are just off the chart. Like he just sh- shoots through the rabbits. Yeah. He does have a little nice tag team too with Naobito Zenin when uh, Dagon like tries to get up in the air. And Zenin kind of like jumps on top of him and then kicks him back down. And then Toji like sticks Playful Cloud in the ground and uses it as like a pole vault and then just stabs the fuck out of his face and you know collapses the domain. I think it's interesting that I feel like um so obviously we know based off the the, the most recent episode that um Toji and Nalbito have certainly interacted in the past 100 percent Um so like looking back on this fight. Toji, like, I don't even think he noticed that was now Beto. Like, I think he was so focused on just fucking up Dagon that he legitimately did not even care that now Beto was right there. Didn't have, like, anything mm-hmm. to say to him. He was just, his fangs are always directed at the strongest. And I think that's a good interpretation of that. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because they talk about why Toji can still be alive, kind of, after this, like, seance thing of how, mm-hmm. like, his, like, anomaly of the fact that he has no cursed energy. So, like, technically there's no curse like energy collapse, to like, like when all the cursed energy of the host has evaporated but like he overwrote the host's soul so it has no curse energy and he's using no cursed energy so it's just like those two anomalies combined together are just like it's just him kind of deal but i guess his mental capacity and facilities do seem to be diminished obviously in some type of way so wait a second yeah what you just said the latter part of your statement i thought he was like not really like his brain's not there right yeah i would think for the most part it seems quite elementary because he has i mean he has like the conversation a little bit with the old woman 
he has a conversation, if you want to call it that. He says some words to Megumi, and he has like a little bit later on type of deal. So it well, seems obviously like severely final, limited. That was like the final straw, but I even understood it while reading, like the, originally that he was not fully there. Yeah, that's what it's like how for I sure. felt. Okay, yeah. cool. But we get out of so Dagon is now disintegrating on the ground of one of the stations. Not sure if it's Shibuya, so I won't say that. And now they're like, okay, that was sick. Like we would have died for sure if this guy didn't pop up. But now the question is friend or like, foe. Yeah, friend or foe type of deal. And he just picks out Megumi, throws him through the glass. I love when he's like I- how did i get out of here it's great like, because it's fuck? literally all of them just watching toji just kind of walk through him and it's literally an instant shot of megumi getting thrown out the window and he's just like huh yeah <laughs> it's, just- it's like this is like beyond speed like what the fuck is going on type of deal um but back inside of the train station we have uh, this jogo episodes man <laughs> jogo shows better and up better. and i love the reactions to it because it's it's nanami and nobita's in and are like you gotta be fucking kidding me like this guy somehow is stronger than the motherfucker we just fought yeah. and barely beat and the, obviously chaos ensues it's just the the speed i love the displays of speed because they're all you know they turn around and they're all worried about toji and it's just casually jogo in the background just walking up and yeah. then they kind of after they once i guess they sense his presence they're just like fuck like and i gotta say just love the the love the respects that jogo's getting here because we've only ever seen him get his dick kicked in by like gojo and gojo, yeah the literally yeah. the strongest character <laughs> so for me as just someone new watching it's just it's a nice reminder because like again they showed it in the the most recent episode they said you know how strong am i like in that flashback with he has with the fake imposter ghetto and mm-hmm. ghetto's like oh you're probably at least like eight fingers and it never really felt like that but just because again gojo is the strongest and he's the one putting him in his place so I, it was just really badass seeing that J- jogo is as strong as he should be you know it's yeah. just i mean Gojo it's just in a flash now. it's just he's in front of nami before he even does anything one down yeah the, tw- and- the one tweet i saw was just that if jogo or if gojo wasn't at shibuya jogo wipes everyone in shibuya and I completely believe it. I mean, maybe if like, I mean, granted, if like the Toji didn't come back, like I would love to see that fight for sure. But Jogo easily, I think, wipes the floor with any of the Jujutsu tech people. For I sure. Know. I mean, it feels like beyond Mei Mei, like yeah. this is the strongest collection of characters we can get right here with Nanami. And obviously, Nabito Zen and has lost an arm. But these guys are the strongest characters that we have on our side at this point. That was the thing is when Jogo makes his appearance and he like kind of singles out now Bito a little bit. I'm like, okay, this is like probably going to be a clash of just like equal <laughs> yeah. strength because now Bito has been kind of proving himself. Like he held up against like I know he lost an arm against Dagon and Jogo. Mm-hmm. We should know is stronger, but like he was still putting up a fight. So I thought this was going to be like the next step for now Bito, but no, he just gets one shotted. It's I- really funny in the manga because in the anime they took like during the early Dagon fight to explain his power and his like curse technique. But in the manga, it happens right here. So it's like he's lined up with Jogo and it's like a three played page explanation of his entire curse technique and how he's like the strongest jujitsu sorcerer. And then in parentheses says besides Satoru Gojo. Mm-hmm. And then it's just literally like the next panel, he just gets burned to a crisp. <laughs> it's just like, like, so it even further reinforces the, the you know, Jogo is just like out of this world. Dude, it's so cool. I, that's what I've been saying since we started recording this manga uh, anime is this, the power differentials are out of this world. I mean, yeah. you just see people get worked and you wouldn't expect that. And like, you know, now Bito Zen and got introduced and he was, toted as uh you know a very strong character like kyle just said only for him to vanish literally in an yeah. instant and yeah jogo is really strong and i've been saying that man he is so fun to watch he's so fucking fast the His magma power cool. is so cool you don't see magma powers often i mean it's yeah. always like electricity water ice whatever but magma it's just like yeah true good 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 call kyle but it's like pure destruction mm-hmm. and you get to see it in action it's so fucking cool especially in the next episode we'll get to that so dave what are you thinking about nanami and maki yeah that was gonna be my next comment about this scene is that i 100 think 
uh, 100% think that <laughs> Nanami and Maki live. Um, now, Bito is a different case. I want to assume that he also lives. Um, I feel like they m- might have like last second done something that made of but like he like because nanami and maki shots are kind of like quick and they're not too focused on but when now bito eats it it's like we see his charred crisp versus nanami and maki we don't really see so if i were to guess just like right off the bat like off the top of my head i think now bito's dead and then i think nanami and maki live but ideally, obviously, all three of them survive that blow. Yeah. They do have Jogo going up for like a second hit on Nalbito. He has like his palm like in his chest. And then that'll perfectly will get us into the next part of this episode, the last part of this episode, which is then he feels the presence of Sukuna. Mm-hmm. And we learn that Mimiko and oof, I don't remember the other girl's name just because I know Mimiko because the other girl's just screaming her name in about four yeah. seconds but <laughs> the Naka or something like i can't something remember like, yeah, yeah. Hana, remember. something with an h maybe but losers essentially so <laughs> they have we jogo runs to where they're at it's yuji who is slumped after his loss to choso they have fed him a finger of sukuna jogo kind of you know uses his technique on them they use their technique or the girl with the phone uses her technique to kind of save them and fucking joko just we had the flashback like you said of like he's just maybe eight to ten fingers worth of sukuna but the plan would be if they fed 10 to him at once then yuji wouldn't be able to react quick enough and sukuna could probably take over his body at least for a short amount of time so what does joko do whips out a roll of fucking 10 fingers was it 10 we were we were wondering like how many exactly is that because it was hard sure to 10. count on the pat on the and then paint. before those 10 i think we were introduced including the one that yuji legitimately just ate i think that brings us to 15 fingers yeah. i'm not i think we i think that's what we counted at when me watched. yeah i think so i think so you're we're right missing there. a hand basically we have three of the four hands yeah acquired and you know the casualness in which Sukuna like shows up is hilarious too because Jogo like has an arm and then just like doesn't have a hand. Yeah, like I was just when I saw that happen, I I was just like, oh, I guess he lost that. Not even like really thinking. Maybe like oh, he <laughs> lost it in the last fight, and then it's like Sukuna. He thinks wakes like up the girls like, did it too. Yeah, he's like it must be one of their techniques. Yeah, and he, then it's just him being back to fuck up and they just jump back and breathe 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 i just yeah. love that dude fucking... his presence sukuna's presence is probably so it's probably like 10 g's 20 oh g's God. of force just yeah. boom, like on you he's he's uh a force to be reckoned with i love I just the voice love... change too of one yes. voice yeah, oh versus, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yuji's, Yuji. yeah, yeah. It's much better. also like yuji is a kid i mean he's a teenager but they make sukuna look like a uh, a mature adult and i guess I, that's okay that boy, makes it okay yeah. for girls to simp then because <laughs> technically he's there's still it's a high school body but i guess if it, the being inside is like thousands of years old then damn i just validated a bunch of weirdos <laughs> yeah you did you did <laughs> but yeah internet. like you said like you said kyle like when they're just in their head thinking is it okay to breathe like in just yeah. in front of this presence like any they're literally so worried that if they do anything wrong including breathing that they're this guy's gonna kill him and so I, I i just another great character just of course my three favorite characters are gonna be the three strongest characters in the show toji like this was these two episodes i think were much needed for sukuna but just because he'd been dormant for however long it's been yeah so it was a nice just great reminders all around from you know being like jogo being strong you know sukuna being a player in all this and not really having a side he like he doesn't support the curse spirits but he's willing to i guess listen to both sides and just have whatever whatever choose whatever side's gonna be most fun for him yeah Yeah. and he i mean power on display here with i love how you know he gets jogo for only putting on one knee like you think one knee's enough he takes the top of his head off the girls try to make a request of him and he just pops the one girl's head off mimiko's head off and then the other girl tries to use her power and he fucking dices her into like a million pieces and it's just like the, the overwhelming power they did a great job of putting it on display and then he lets uh jogo get a taste though yeah he does yeah. and he does say i mean his kind of quote-unquote goal at this point is that he's gonna he's gonna kill every human in shibuya except for one i'm curious dave he says it again too in the next episode i'm just curious of who you think the one might be yeah i've been kind of thinking about it um i mean the first first reaction was gojo but that 
I don't think would check out because like I don't think he should count at, if he's sealed. Um, I think it's Mag- Megumi then. It would have to be, I think. Um, the respect that Megumi uh, put in, on his name in season one, um, I think it would be yeah. him. I, I'm not too sure, though. Um, but Very educated guess there, David. Yeah, my comment, too, was just, I agree with you, Kyle, like, they make the request like, oh, there's a person like below us that you should kill with the like, you know, the the stitches on his forehead. And I'm like, OK, like fair request. And then they keep talking about why they want him to get killed. And I'm like, OK, now you're you're being a little too much. Now this is where you're just demanding a little bit too much of him. And I wasn't surprised to see him just immediately wipe the floor with both of them after that, because they were just talking too much. Like if it was just like maybe like, oh, can you kill this person for us on the first floor? Like. You got it. Maybe he would have done that, but like they, they were just making kept demands. Yeah, they just kept yeah. talking and talking. I'm like, okay, this. There's no way Sukuna is going to listen to these girls. Sukuna, yeah, let their emotions get the best of them a little bit. I don't yeah. even know at this point, Dave. If I would, if I were you, I'd be wondering. I'm wondering what the fuck are Ghetto and them even thinking they're going to get out of Sukuna? Like, why would Sukuna ever listen to them? Yeah, you know, he could just wipe the floor with them any in an instant. Like, what? How do they expect? Sukuna to co- cooperate. I mean, I just think it's ludicrous, and we'll see I, I, maybe how it unfolds. It might have just been like a a desperation play for them because you know it's interesting just, though because like two to three to four episodes ago, after they sealed Gojo, they have that conversation of like with him gone. Like I think now we're kind of on even ground, like cursed spirits versus humans, mm-hmm. and then like obviously Sukuna would give them the edge. That seems to be, I guess, part of the mindset. But like even ground's not a bad place for them to be. No. Sukuna would Sukuna would give them solo probably everyone. <laughs> yeah, he would give them an advantage. Oh, I mean now yeah. he is yeah. now. Oh, I mean, like I would say Sukuna definitely. has his own individual faction versus Oh yeah, he would wipe the floor. Humans. Yeah. I yeah, think sure. the only person that could stand with him is probably Gojo, you yeah. know. Yeah, and he's maybe sealed away at the moment. So. I yeah, wanted to what... ask earlier, do you think Toji could give Sukuna like uh anything because I mean that would be Toji fun, did man. lose to teenager Gojo, you know what I mean? And yeah. I've seen I've I seen people discussing it online. Um, like that's the one thing people want to see. And I think the majority of people, I think people who I guess really understand Jujutsu Kaisen say Gojo or sorry, Sukuna. Just and people are like, uh, it's just the recency bias of like the newest episode, like seeing Toji be like this monster just like going against uh like white rabbits you know like it's not like he's going against Sukuna like Megumi's strong but he's nowhere near any of these people that Sukuna's faced and yeah um so I think people kind of just like and I like as much as I love Toji like I agree I think people just kind of like overreacted to like just the pure display of strength that Toji has I still think he would probably get worked by this Sukuna I think the reason I brought it up is because exactly I think Sukuna would fucking chop him up it would be it would be great to watch and Toji's that strong and Sukuna's that much stronger. That's crazy too. Is like Sukuna would like take his limbs and like Toji the whole time would probably just be laughing. Just like and having he a blast. he'd yeah. keep going. He'd just like oh, yeah. start doing kicks and head. Yeah, he would definitely <laughs> revel, I think, in the opportunity to fight someone that strong. Oh yeah. I don't think it will work out very well for him. And I feel so, like Sukuna would definitely put some respect on his name, be like, oh, this is like crazy that someone with no cursed energy would have this amount of strength. Be a little uh Madara and Mike guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the exact scenario. I recognize you as yeah, as strong. Yeah. Um so moving into the next episode, obviously we want to talk about Toshi and Megumi. We want to talk about Sukuna and Joko. But before we do that, just to kind of lay a little groundwork on what else is going on in Shibuya. So we meet back up with Kusakabe and Panda. And Kusakabe, we just get a little more characterization of him. He's like, I don't want to fucking die. So like he's just throwing out excuses to get him and Panda to keep just like searching <laughs> into every little corner so they don't have to run into any cursed spirits. I like I that is, guy. Which is just a funny little thing. And I they like end up him. running into what we learn at this point. And then obviously we kind of we're introducing them, some of them in um, Movie Zero, but to kind of Ghetto's disciples, we get a little bit of a flashback, essentially. So we have um, the guy with the eye patch. We have a, a blonde girl. We have the two girls, the young girls who we just saw get murked by Sukuna. And then we have LaRue, I believe is his name. They just have kind of about like next step type of thing. 
not a huge deal. It just is like there's a little bit of disagreement within Ghetto's disciples about what to do next. They're going to go on their separate ways. We meet the eye patch guy and the blonde girl. Their separate way is running into Kusakabe and Panda. And we'll meet back up with them. I don't know if there's any takes. Um, my only take on, is like, that meeting them or anything, but yeah, the, the, the guy with the heart shaped nipples, definitely <laughs> looking forward to seeing him fight, obviously, because <laughs> like he just, he yells and that is alone enough to like crush the ground beneath him and like kill the flies that are also yeah. like that. So I, I'm looking forward to heart shaped nipple guy fighting. What was, <laughs> I think it's I couldn't not look at it. Like we're getting a, sh- yeah. like a back shot of like uh one of the girls and it's just nipple. That's just I a mean, heart. If you're drawing a character with hearts for nipples, you want us to look at their nipples. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's just like, what else are we going to do besides look at them? I, that's my only um, comment. I feel bad for them. Like they've, they have ghetto was bad. You know, like actual ghetto. Sure. He wanted his methods were vile. I don't know for lack of a better word, but his disciples, they've followed ghetto, not whatever ghetto is now. And I just feel like that fucking sucks. Like the fucking girls. Yeah. From that perspective, for sure. But I mean, they're also still using the monkey term. That was also like, all right, suckers. That was definitely a flashback, though, right? Like the girls like didn't yeah. somehow survive, right? Yeah. No, that was like I guess kind of, it looked like a little bit of a meeting, like pre anything that happened at Shibuya, right? Just kind of discussing, like, like, yeah, yeah, like what should we do as a group? And then it's like, ah, we don't see eye to eye. Let's split up. Mm-hmm. So we'll meet back up with the squad very briefly, just because we have to talk about the scene where we see them again in reference to Sukuna. But I think we talked about the Toji Megami fight first, just because the. Sukuna Gojo, I mean, I'm um, Jogo fight rather. It's a, it's just like a nice place to end. So Toji and Megumi, Megumi obviously is on the back foot and running away here, but it's just I love watching him creatively use the Shikigami powers, and he, I mean, he survives in a way. So I would say lots to talk about. Again, more praise to, to just heap on to Toji as a character and as a as a combatant as a fighter, but um. Honestly, anything we want to talk about, even I would say even up until the, what the hell happens at the end, which I'm sure is maybe confusing or just like kind of a what the fuck moment. Um, Just I love how much they've been able to like jam pack into these episodes without making it feel like it's too rushed. Like, yeah, what I'm watching the this, animation. Yeah. Of the fights. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like when I'm when I was watching this episode, I was like this like in a good way i'm like this is dragging like this feels like it's been an hour like because again we start with the megumi toji fight and then like that fight was already great for me and then it's like oh shit like here's jogo <laughs> and sugana it's like oh shit like i'll totally watch this too mm-hmm. so and they all fit that in 24 minutes which it didn't it felt longer so I'm, i just applaud them um yeah i mean this is one of the fights that i personally had been looking forward to um for ever since toji got revived and kind mm-hmm. of came across been teasing it, it feels like for you know at least two three episodes at this point yeah and th- the ending i guess obviously didn't go the way i expected it to go <laughs> um so we'll get there when we get there but uh, just the comments that i have about the fight itself is just so funny just i mean how many times are we gonna say a toji just works megumi so that was awesome to see unfortunately for yeah. megumi uh the the funny part of the whole thing is when he just like I felt bad for all the rabbits. Like the Dude, rabbit- they were like legit had like individual fight. Like they were fucking yeah, like rabbit like karate. It was shit. so yeah. funny. And yeah. like he's just killing. Awesome. Like, uh, I felt so bad for the rabbits. But yeah, like he just grabs the one by its ears and just starts smacking the other ones with it. I'm like, oh, these poor rabbits. <laughs> yeah. That he was- like smashes playful cloud into the ground and like all the rubble. And he's just like literally flicking the rubble out oh, of the my. air. That was like the most ridiculous thing I had ever seen in my life. Like that was so <laughs> fucking cool. I just this I can't even fathom the speed that he has that's how fast he must have been to be able to do that is i it's insane because megami can create like so many rabbits yeah Yeah. like it's so many rabbits and he's still (laughs) it just like doesn't matter it's so funny he's literally throwing fucking sewer great tops at him he's fucking throwing the ambulance at him he's throwing playful cloud at him he's literally just whipping shit at megami and he's i mean he's trying that is wild um I, I thought like, the animation was a little bit Naruto pain, don't you think? Yeah. 
I think like, it works. Why? It's just, I would just say it's just so much in the episode. It, like it's. Hard. I think it works only when you're trying to display like insane Fast. amounts of speed. Yeah. Yes. Usually, I would kind of complain about. I it, agree but, like, with for you. This one, I'll I'll let it slide. Like this one, I think made it work really well. Okay, like I'm gonna let it slide because the content's so good. But uh, maybe the people on Twitter, like you, this is a freaking really highly uh anticipated anime and the the quality is just like not there it's, it's funny because kinda, you, it's kind of weird it's funny because i agree with you like this isn't my type like this isn't my yeah. preferred type of animation but it's funny because i've actually seen on twitter that people say this is like one of the best animated fights of the year and i just i, I don't even too i was surprised I don't think it comes close to anything Demon Slayer's done, honestly. Just, like the main yeah. fights of Demon Slayer. Like I mean, oh, again, the magma like I, shooting through the like again the, the fight scene. Stuff, yeah, the good. fight scene works really well. It's just, it's just not for me. Like this animation, it just, I'd rather be able to like see what I'm looking at rather than just seeing like, yeah. blobs of it's images just, move. Yeah, past. it's it's just obvious at times that there's just such a low level of detail. I mean, mm-hmm. even when Larue screams like their bodies are just like shapes yeah like shapes which is i mean i just know it's probably like how long it actually takes to make this 24 minute episode is weeks so i i would agree dave i think it's easy enough for me to just kind of headcanon like it's just all happening so fast mm-hmm. like i said it doesn't take away from the content i just yeah. find oh, yeah. it surprising mm-hmm. i find mm-hmm. it surprising this is like yeah. a big also the Yuji chozo fight was like close exactly combat, very detailed like the exactly. line work was like, so why yeah. is it so inconsistent that's mm-hmm. just kind of the, maybe that's the question the yeah maybe they have you know they probably have certain crew like they have two crews animating i can't imagine like one person or yeah, different directors they, they yeah. do that they do do that yeah mm-hmm. um so it's just it inter- sure. it's interesting it's 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 just worth i think noticing mm-hmm. it's noticeable yeah. Oh, I mean, noticeably different animation than the Yuji Chozo fight for sure. Yeah, I think it's Anim- so like I mean to wrap up, like kind of like get to the conclusion of this fight. I just think it's awesome that Megumi has now been recognized by the three strongest characters in the show. You know, obviously he's been recognized by Gojo. You know, he's been training with him, so Gojo obviously recognizes him. Season one, Sakuna recognizes him. And here, even though he's been getting the shit kicked out of him, like he is resourceful enough to make impressions on these people. And yeah, this leads Toji to to kind of piece together like shit, like this this guy looks a little bit like me. <laughs> he's pretty <laughs> strong. Like, let me just kind of piece this together. Um, but shout out to Megumi, man. Yeah, three of the literal three strongest characters in the show have all recognized his strength. So it's he great. has a decent plan too with the you know the water and the electricity yeah. from from Nue. Mm-hmm. He has the the frog get him out of the way immediately. He has the sword that he's gonna just take the playful cloud hit to kind of. If Wheel of Time fans know all about Sheath and the sword, mm-hmm. so it kind of is is almost gonna work out. And then obviously you forget that he's literally fighting Toji, so it doesn't work out. But yeah, yeah, I, I kind of yeah, like, and then Toji just ends himself with playful cloud. Yeah, I mean, I knew. uh when when megumi took the hit and was like trying to get the close shot on toji i just knew that was not going to work uh toji's just too strong um but yeah the ending was crazy i honestly i mean i really like the how it ended i mean i'm sure some people might be disappointed that's like oh that's how we're gonna just like ixnay toji out of like the rest of this arc like lame but i i mean i kind of get it i mean he's conflicted about seeing his son who maybe at the time he didn't like care for too much i mean there was hesitation like it made he was trying to like validate himself when he sold megumi or whatever mm-hmm. he was just like it doesn't matter it, it doesn't, doesn't matter, matter. It doesn't, like it doesn't he kept matter, repeating yeah. that trying to validate the action but clearly to me that kind of means that there was some attachment to him and so i think seeing megumi grow grown up and be this strong and not be I, a Zen and not call himself a Zen. Yeah, yeah that was that I was think, such a great line. That was such a great line. I think he yeah. just was like, I'm I've I'm proud, maybe like I've done what I've needed to. Yeah, it's kind of like it's all good, like he's in a good spot. Like he can take care well, of himself. Well, that's yeah. that's where Toji, I think, got through finally. I think that at the end there he was like full Toji because his eyes were white. Yeah, good point. Oh, we're, I, I honestly missed that. Yeah, Interesting. they were always black, but they were white when mm-hmm. he stabbed. He realized this is my son, and he's like, Okay, my work here is done. 
done. And, and that was it. And I think that goes into what you guys were talking about earlier with like how much mental capacity, I guess, does he have at this moment? I think, again, there probably wasn't any. But then once he got like a clear look at his son, that kind of just like snapped him back to who. Yeah, I think so. Was. That's like how his I full think. memories. Yeah. And then he's like, OK, yeah, done. Well, it's funny, dude. The manga is there's no fight. They do not fight. Tochi takes him outside really? and then they kind of square up and look at each other. And then he just they have he has that memory. And then he just kills himself. So this was probably like a way better treat for you guys to and, actually and see. And Megami just stands there and is like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, like imagine <laughs> just getting thrown out yeah. the window and then like you're about to square up with like this dude who you mm-hmm. think is just going to kill you. And then he just kills himself with like yeah, out they, a word. They do not fight. Yeah, I feel like manga. that was definitely a treat for manga yeah, readers because cool. I absolutely love that fight. And I feel yeah, like cool. if I was reading and I didn't get that fight, I feel like I would have honestly felt a little shortchanged. But I, like, guess that's, I guess that's part of the joys of being able to watch the anime. Yeah, I, I didn't feel shortchanged while reading. Sure, I mean, it was definitely cool watching it. I guess I'm only saying that because I have the knowledge of yeah, knowing now you that know that fight in yeah, the anime. Was a fight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get it. But I, I have mean, a question. Uh, a general question just about this sort of decision making like when they decide to uh, a lab like um, when they decide to add in a fight like canonically it could have happened but it didn't do you think the author signed off, on, off that? on it yeah that's interesting I guess I, I'm not sure of the process I mean you guys have I would uh, assume in they the past in some way yeah I feel like in, in the past you guys have mentioned like uh Jujutsu Kaisu seems to do this more than most animes of small scenery addition changes. Um, I think the one that comes to mind is when was it Mei Mei and uh, Buff Guy mm. play ping pong, but like in the manga they don't play ping pong or something like that. You know what I'm no, talking they, about? They play ping pong. There's, I mean, I think there's been discussions that, that we've had yeah. in the past we, where like we, they we've definitely scenes. had some discussions about them adding things, and I feel like I know, it though. must wonder... be signed off by the like. In the beginning just, of the season, like they they, like, um, they, they changed the, the intro a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good. I just they have to storyboard the episodes like weeks in advance because it takes so long. I would say to animate things that I'm sure there's enough time that if they're going to make a big change, maybe they run it by. Although I just yeah, I, I don't really know. That's a very interesting question. Maybe they just are. Maybe they're also just the, the freedom they have. They're just yeah. like we know this like, is going to be a good thing. Expanding it into like like one piece or like naruto like there's so many episodes that aren't canon that it feels like like maybe they just have a little bit of free reign mm-hmm. to do things like there's no way Oda's checking every box on like every filler episode that they make of and one plus piece in one like, piece too like flashback flashbacks just reoccur all the time yeah. whereas in the manga you know we might get one flashback and it won't be like referenced or seen again whereas in the anime to make more to make things more emotional you know they're They'll flash those scenes mm-hmm. again, but we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck that. All right. So moving into, I mean, you could call this the main event, the main course, the entree. It could even be dessert. Just the meat and potatoes. Now, nah, no. bro, this is like the nice eggplant rollatini. So, oh my god. <laughs> so no, nah, that sounds good. Sukuna versus Jogo. Just, I mean, clearly very one-sided. Sukuna kind of enjoying himself, his newfound freedom in Yuji's body. And I mean, Gojo just gets work nonstop. <laughs> the, his, his curse technique of the, the cleave and the slice, mm-hmm. it's just on full display. It's just so broken. It's just ridiculous. I love I, I, a lot of fucking crazy shit happens in these fights. Wait a second. They've called fight. it that? It's cleave and slice. I want to say like that. slice, but. Yeah, this was the first time I think it was referenced as his curse technique or, you know, yeah. his power because, I mean, we thought we saw him slice, obviously, the girl last episode. Um, mm-hmm. He was constantly slicing Jogo's arm off in this episode. Yeah, it was just, yeah, I was just cool mm-hmm. seeing that that was like the confirmation of his power. Yeah, like the buildings. He just, there's so many fucking things happen here, man. I, I, mean, I fucking, love how he does that. It's so cool. Jogo like makes the fucking magma hands and like crushes the two buildings together. But like that was so funny when he said the animation in like the the (laughs) typos, the animation of that when he's like bringing the buildings together when he's just like like doing. I don't know if you remember it. It was so fucking (laughs) weird. But I mean, again, it it was like again maybe not my favorite type of anime, but or animation style, but it definitely fits here. Um, 
seeing yeah the magma is just insane and i love the little the little touch of the um thermometer or whatever the fuck you yeah, call it that was um, really cool yeah it's two degrees celsius and it just like skyrockets to like over a hundred yeah and then just blows up does he just like touch things and then become magma i guess as everything is just so hot that everything is just melt becoming magma at this point like the city is le- legitimately like, collapsing you know on itself it seems like he can also create magma that's what okay that's what i thought too and i also love like the bugs i mean it doesn't really make sense how that like bugs tie in with the magma but like, i just love that he can like summon yeah. these mosquitoes that just like fi- rapid fire machine gun like explosions <laughs> at people like i think those are really cool yeah i mean really yeah, the t-pose is really funny and then it's good. just t-pose and then just gone and he joke even jogo who we know is the fastest curse spirit is just like fuck where do you go yeah i like that too that like pov of like whipping his head around to like see where he could possibly be and he just grabs him by the face and just puts him through i this was like very unique this was a like very unique animation when he's like throwing him through the building and like he's like kicking him almost like a soccer ball like that was i'm not gonna say that was bad animation either but that was that caught my eye in a very good way when he again yeah he just throws him through the building and it's just they're not you can't like there's no faces like there's they don't have faces or anything they're just kind of like running through the building but looks yeah. it still looked really good yeah i love the aftermath of when he palms his face and puts him through the skyscraper like down into like the the underground basically and like mm-hmm. his jaws like just like hanging off i just thought that was like a fun little detail and then jogo just gets like real pissed and creates that huge meteor this was so fucking cool. This and is so and cool. we, we flash back to base to Kusakabe Panda and all yeah. them. And Kusakabe is like, yo, like there is some insane shit happening. Like we all need to just get out of here. And they're, and they're like, like, no. no. no, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tsukuna shows up and he's like, if any human moves, I'll kill you. <laughs> that was just, I, I honestly thought Kusakabe was dead. I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to run because he's saying not yet not yet the hands are about to clap and he yeah. makes like a small step a little bit and i'm like this guy's dead but thankfully they time it exactly to the clap that him and pan and i i just love those like naruto style animations of when people just like vanish and they like the smoke clouds there yeah yeah they were i um uh, when they were frozen and kasukuna you know came through panda's face was hilarious it's <laughs> so good i love it too like, <laughs> I love when um earlier when she's like you know like make a decision I hate indecisive men and he's like well I'm a panda so she must be talking to you <laughs> I just love when he pulls he is a great that. comedic aspect and he's strong too like we know that he's strong um, yeah he's pretty oh, cool you know what I just I think this was the first time we I don't know maybe we knew before that Kusakabe uses the new shadow style I feel like we've sword t- right we've talked about it I feel like yeah. I don't know if we've actually seen it. Yeah, well, yeah I guess we he talked about it. Hasn't used it yet, but. but yeah, obviously very similar to the techniques the blue-haired girl yeah, the uses. Blue chick. Yep. Um. But yeah, just oh, that, yeah. I hereby. Oh my god! I hereby forbid every person in a hundred meter radius from moving until I say now. It's just <laughs> yeah. he just commands the room. It just no like you have to just listen. The moment he steps into the room, you have to do immediately what he says, and <laughs> the tension of it just coming and him just slowly clapping he just doesn't give a fuck and everyone's freaking out it's he just loves to have fun with people it just he, oh, he loves toying with people because yeah. he just knows he can he can do literally whatever he wants uh, and thank god so, yeah. so i think kusakabe and panda i'm assuming obviously make it out of there um and i think if i'm if i had to guess i would assume the other two people that were attacking them are not going to make it i think they're dead like the ghetto subordinates i think they might be dead I mean that explosion was pretty big. That fireball was fucking huge. I mean, yeah. you see the aftermath of it is is Sukuna and Jogo kind of they square up in just the melted molten ruins of everything basically in Shibuya Square <laughs> because mm-hmm. there's so many buildings that have fallen at this point. And have I a, have to be honest, I don't remember all that in the manga much. I'm um, my reread, I literally got to the chapter right before this, before we started recording. And I was like, probably just hard to to draw stuff like this honestly just like the Dude, utter devastation of drawing i mean they have and they do like the like let's have like a battle firepower thing where it's mm-hmm. gonna just starts using fire techniques and this is when joe goes like oh i thought his curse technique was cleave and in yeah, whatever slicing. it is slice or dice or whatever it might be and the shot of him like pulling it with the arrow 
is like one of my favorite manga panels. Like, yeah, it's just it's so well drawn and they they nailed it in this. It just looks so fucking sick. And, you know, I'm glad that you say they nailed it. So I will say that I, I've seen a lot that people like say that this is one of like the hardest manga panels in Jujutsu Kaisen is him doing the fire technique here. I actually oh, cool. see people complaining that this scene was not well done. Someone made like a fan people, edit that looks people, cool too. I just, I don't know. People I, yeah, I saw it. like the both of them side by side. I thought they were both great. I'm not, I didn't, I couldn't physically actually pick one over the other, but I just think it's ridiculous that people are like, oh, this was like a terribly animated yeah. scene. And it's like you compared to the manga, about, and it's like about Toji coming into the domain, which I is like, an it's insane the same thing. It's that same yeah. thing. It's like to it's me, take to me. I have just, I don't understand. Like it looked phenomenal. I don't, people are just so goddamn picky. I think I, yeah, they are. I don't know. I really don't understand the hatred for this, for the animation here. I thought it looked incredible and it was cool. I don't, I don't really guess have any thoughts on how he's able to like wield fire. I just, yeah. to me, it's just that Sukuna is just so strong. I just feel like he legitimately just can do anything. And it's just, he literally says here, which we've talked about how much early I know, I know I have, and I'm, you know, you guys have agreed of like, I love the mechanic in Jujutsu Kaisen where if you talk about your technique openly, it's like stronger and he literally says here i am not gonna do that like yeah like i won't play the game of telling you the curse technique so like you know he's almost handicapping himself by not explaining it which is just a fun little like kind of and wink he's at still us. absolutely wrecks yeah, jogo even wrecks without him. it's literally yeah, they're they're lined up together and then it's just jogo's in the afterlife <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, was, like, I, okay. I was actually so i kind of got the spoilers a little bit before watching it not like insane nothing's really like I guess too much of a spoiler at this point. They're all just like fighting for the most part. Um, but like I saw the spoiler where it's Sukuna telling him like, don't worry, you're strong. And you know, the comparisons of back to when Gojo said it, uh, that he was weak in season one. Um, again, cool full circle moment here. But I guess I just, I thought based off just seeing that one line that, you know, you're strong. I, my head before watching, I just made the assumption that, okay, he's recognized Jogo jogo is going to live and then i just see his like torch body i'm like holy shit um the one i appreciated the recognition from sukuna too oh no at 100 starts to cry and then he's like i don't know what's this and and sukuna literally (laughs) goes i don't know (laughs) (laughs) which is oh i that's so great i my only obvious comment will be the moment that jogo has um with Hanami and Dagon in the quote unquote afterlife. Um, he says he makes it sound like cursed spirits almost can be reincarnated. They won't have any memories of their former lives. Um, they've talked about this before too. Okay. I guess it's just something that I've, I guess I forgot about. Um, so, but after seeing Sukuna recognize him and after seeing this scene, I just don't think for some reason I'm just latching on the idea. I just don't think this is it for this squad. I mean, this is a very nice moment. And I, if it was the the last moment of all three of them, I think it was really beautiful. You know, him seeing (laughs) Dagon and Hanami and just being like, you know, we're, we did what we could, you know, it's in the hands of Mahito now. Um, I think it's also rare. You get a moment like that for like the villains in a series or a show. mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I feel like you rarely get, so I just I just don't think it's the last that, I just I just don't think it's the last we're going to see of them but if it yeah. is I'm fine with it ending it like this. Yeah. So you're kind of 50-50 on the cursed spirits. You're pretty convinced that uh Nanami and Maki are still kicking and yeah. you're convinced now be, that Nabito Zen it's dead. Yeah, if I had to just okay. you know throw out my thoughts it would be that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and listen, obviously there's no pressure to be right How? or wrong and no one really cares. How much have they? I, I, I just going going into this like reincarnation thing. Like when was that first brought up? They talk about. I mean, at the very least, they talk about it like a few episodes ago when Gojo kills Hanami. Like I'm pretty sure that Jogo reacts, and those names being so close is tough. But I, know, I think I, we're at the end of that I line. Stutter <laughs> so much on their names but all the time. I think he says like I'll. Like I'll meet you again or whatever. And I think he says the same thing with Dago when he picks up his hand and he has like that mm-hmm. kind of monologue about like moving on to the next side and like I'll see you like let's meet up again type of deal. 
I just hope they go so, into it a little bit more because I just wonder if yeah. you know if. But it's also, they, I mean, like Joe goes dead, and I wonder if you know. So I imagine people like his character was created through people's fears of like volcanoes, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, and if it's also interesting, maybe a new fear comes up that like, yeah, I mean, Sukuna was alive at one point, but like doesn't know Jogo, but you would think maybe like human fear of volcanoes and magma has always been a thing type of deal. But I guess obviously over time, like curses it can get evolve. stronger. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe even evolve, like obviously the fear of like technology and plus, I mean, you know, it wasn't a fear. If the population years ago, is increasing exponentially, also the true. more number of people having fears to mm-hmm. it would also. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just, I'm just is Hanami really just like, like the concept of the show. Is Hanami just like people's fear of flowers or some shit? Like, do people they just talk I think about it's like it the forest. One? It's oh, like the forest. The okay. Forest. Yeah. That makes a little more sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I believe that's going to do it. For episodes 16 and 17, aka episodes, whatever I said at the top, because my laptop is slowing, Google Chrome won't reload. But we will be back in two weeks to cover. Looks like Thunderclap Part Two is the next episode. What a name! Oh, wait, and we got then, one last thing to talk about. Uh, the final, 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 final scene of Megumi. Getting okay, I didn't know cut. if you. No, yeah, yeah just, I just, I, I mean, I, there's nothing really like. Okay, so Megumi gets cut by the fucking yeah. douche that Nanami should have oh, just fucking yeah, yeah. killed from mm-hmm. forever ago. And yeah. we see at the very, very end, this guy that cut Megumi is like freaking out. He's like, you shitty sorcerer referring to Megumi who's passed out, saying you got to wake the fuck up yeah, after he was blood. the reason that he's unconscious. And we see this like big body thing, like mm-hmm. just a giant looking and yep. just I get ready. I can't, I, yeah, I can't really think if get I'm going to. I'm going to guess that it is a cursed spirit is what I think I'm going to say. It's so good. Or it's, it's just so like, good. I don't know. Maybe it's the fucking, uh, my brother. It just, I don't know. Oh, it's like, Toto. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it, it looked too big to be Toto. Like yeah. it legitimately looked like a monster. So we'll see. All right. So that's going to do it for us. Like I said, we'll be back in two weeks for thunderclap part two and whatever. The Jogo hell got episode, thunderclapped. <laughs> whatever ep- episode 18 turns out to be called. Also, like I said at the top, check out our Attack on Titan coverage. If you watch the show and you like what we're kind of doing here with the anime type of stuff, we're also covering, excuse me, Invincible. We just wrapped up Gen V as well. We're busy. We stay booked and busy. So Gen V, Invincible, Beacon 23 is coming out. Uh, We just finished Attack on Titan. Yu Yu Hakusho anime adaptation is coming out somewhat soonish, I believe. I might have misinterpreted the trailer. But we just got things coming down the pike. So if you're liking what you're hearing, just stick with us. We're going to keep putting out content. I'm sure that you enjoy. And for the final time of this episode, we are Bingetown TV. And thanks for listening. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.